didn't want a whole box of peaches because again a whole box of peaches is like a hundred plus peaches <laughs> was she, she said, thinking it was like one of those like like eight things of peaches like that maybe kind a of dozen box? No, yeah like a dozen, a dozen max. so it's like a hundred peaches is what i got and uh, and my dumb ass didn't realize <laughs> how many fucking peaches it was until she actually said that's a lot of peaches <laughs> Three months then, of peaches. Then it hurt you as you were picking it up that it was 100? I, I don't know why. Leave, I it, leave it to Matt. I bought a lot of peaches. And so she's looking at me. She's like, that's a lot of peaches. And that's what dumbass. it did to me. That's a lot of peaches. And so. Red Foreman, dumbass. We need, I've been eating peaches like two to three, at least two to three a day. Do you guys want some peach scones? Maddie made some peach scones last night, and they're pretty delicious. Can we start this episode, please? We have a lot of peaches. She made peach hey, mar- marmalade. Let's, sir, let's, sir, have peach talk. let's have peach talk after post-show. Post-show. Post-show peach talk. Okay. Okay. Let's start the show. Let's yeah, get these peaches it. going. Show. Yeah, we got Get it. your you, peaches in a you know bundle what? and you get going. Here we go. Ready? And kick you in your peach. <laughs> Welcome to This Week in MTG with your host, Matt Olson, Danny Oakstead, and Big G. Hello and welcome, Magic Folk, to This Week in MTG, your aggregate news podcast for all things Magic the Gathering. We're your hosts. I'm Matt, the guy that buys a lot of peaches. There's Danny. What's up? The guy that fucking got totally lost and drank a whole 16-ounce I didn't get lost. beer. You drank a 16-ounce beer pretty fucking quick. Huh. That's what oh, good guys do. Over there, we have Big G. With the big peach. With the big peach. He's been uh, he's been thick himself. He's been with, squatting. He's been squatting with I've the peaches. I've not been thick. I'm getting thick. He's getting thick. With yeah. two Cs or are you triple C? Yes. Right now, I'm two C. Two C I'd thick. I'd say two C. He's a double C. And next we have Double C Thick Amu joining us here. (laughs) I was was going to go for something. (laughs) Uh, Go for it. Rewind. (laughs) Because like the joke I wanted to open the show with was, contrary to popular belief, Kit Kanto is not able to move for the remainder of her movement after performing certain actions. Kit Kondo? Kit Kanto. Kit Kanto. Why does that name sound familiar? Because it's one of the commanders. Uh, and also, it's a joke. Of the, like, last time I oh, referenced a strategy the, RPG on this podcast, it was admittedly mildly obscure. However, I think Fire Emblem is less obscure. Fire Emblem is definitely le- le- less obscure. I got... Oh, I fucking got uh, original Fire Emblem for the, the GBA still in my... Really? Yeah, dude. I'll show it to you afterwards. I'll, I say afterwards to make sure that we don't diverge too much. <laughs> No, we've already diverged in those. I mean, that thing's going for like, oh gosh, it's going for a lot nowadays. Is it? Because I'm pretty. I picked it up from Dave back when he was in Perm, and I'm pretty sure I picked it up. Original like, or second location? It, it, it was second hand because it didn't come in the box or anything. No, like I'm that. saying it was, was it the original location? Yeah, original or in Perm. second location in Perm? Original location. Yeah, he moved. He moved in Perm, so his original. He he had the original location. Oh, I wasn't aware of the original location then. He was in the mall. 
Which in was Perm? the original in Perm? Yeah, remember the first spot we went and met Rob. Oh yeah, and so it was that's sec- the first location, and then went to Main for- Street, which is the second location. I almost forgot about that. That he was in the mall at Perm. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! He's Let's moved- begin our episode <laughs> by thanking you, those listening to this podcast. You listening to us makes this podcast even more epic. So thank you, and also a huge thank you to our amazing Patreons who think our content is worth supporting. Y'all are crazy motherfuckers. Thank you, Wade97, Chapman, Amu. Thank you. Colin, Noah, Slade, Third String Chapman, Nikki, No Modifier, Steve, Jacob, Christian, Maddie K, Barra, Chimera, and a live chat typing in, because I'm guessing we have a new one. Yep. KCB, thank you for being the newest patreon for this week in mtg and this is this is evidence right here if you pay to be a patreon you will eventually be on this episode or one of these episodes because both of these guys are obviously patreons or I, was patreon i am no lo- i haven't been a patreon no for a longer long fucking time. but you've been on here so it's kind of weird that you're paying your spot if you're on the podcast anyway if you too want to be a crazy motherfucker and like danny just <clears throat> insinuated you can join our patreon We've got a $3 tier, which will get you entered into one of two drawings for some random packs, which next month, what are we doing, Matt? For September? For September. Uh, for September, uh, I think it's not out yet, but it was going to be Dominator United, but I think we're going to do something special pack-wise. Maybe we'll do some cooler. Matt's going to buy you a Double Masters VIP. Yeah! It's not VIPs. They're collector boosters. I said Double Masters, oh, sir. Oh, Double Masters. I was thinking Double Masters. Hold on. Okay. Well, know that. it's not the case. <laughs> the, the packs are to be determined. <laughs> and then at our $10 tier, you get injured in for a Commander Staple card valued somewhere between $15 and $20 at the time of us picking it. And if you happen to be a patron, you even get to vote on what one of those cards might be. B. Yes. I do want to say, so we just had our drawings this last weekend and want to shout out Matty K for winning the pack. I hit him up. Yeah. He knows that he'll be getting a pack by the end of this uh, I'll be sending it out by, the end of the, by this week and he should be getting it soon. Uh, Steve. Steve also won. Ooh. Christian. Yeah. He nice. won. Nice. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, dude. Congratulations, go, Christian. And KCB won the card. <laughs> For this month. Wait, are we at three-pack drawings now? We're at three-pack drawings now. Holy He's shit. our 15th Patreon. Holy shit. So let's just emphasize here real quick. Every five uh, every five Patreons, we do an additional pack. So 5, 10, 15, 20. We do pack per that. So at, when we get to yeah, 20, yeah. there's four packs. And every 10 cards, or every 10 Patreons, we give an additional card. So okay. as soon as we get to 20, we're going to be given a, doing a drawing for two uh, commander cards value between like 15 well and there you f- there 20, you 20 go bucks. patreon you, spread the word get more patreon do you want to stump matt for a second sure stump. Many, yeah how many packs we can give away when we're at 35 when we're at 35 patrons yes six you seven. sure we're giving away seven damn it seven i didn't realize matt was that bad at math i went to monoman fuck off <laughs> That's why Dude, they have a casino. You should be good at math. No, the 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 thing at the casino is you just pull a fucking slot. You gotta you gotta recognize numbers. They have they have blackjack. They have poker. No, they, no. what they have on fucking the slot machines are like buffaloes and mermaids. <sighs> and isn't it actually eight? Because you said we're doing, giving two packs away at twenty. No, we're no, giving two, two cards, cards away. Oh, I think for some reason I heard two packs. Yeah, no, two, two cards. cards. What? 
30, you're giving away three cards. Before okay, just making sure. Cards. I can do that math. But you just know what? Sure. You know what else, Danny? What? You can support us in different ways, too. I like, can't. I'd be well, weird. you can't. But the, the amazing people listening can buy play mats straight from us. 20 bucks. We'll ship them anywhere. We've shipped them uh, where? Where, Matt? Uh, Germany. Oh. California. Okay. Canada. Canada. We've also uh, shipped them in Fargo. Oh, nice. <laughs> That'd be weird. We shipped them anywhere else. We've shipped them other places. I've hand yes. delivered. Ooh, yes, he has delivered. hand delivered. I will do hand deliver within like reason seventy five miles. And you know what? If you go to this next place, you can get our play mats. We have to forcibly hand deliver more supplies to them if they run out. Head on over to our amazing sponsors, J Dubs, where you can also pick up our play mats. You don't even have to ask for them. You can just find them right in their playmat thing, which they are actually running a playmat special this week. They are. So make sure to head over to J-Dubs. They've got the prices and everything listed out for you, but long story short, the more playmats you buy, the cheaper they are. Yes. Yep. But, hey, that's an amazing segue. Quick, quick thing oh. with the playmats. We got five left. Oh, shit. On hand, and then we're going to do something different with playmats. So. Okay. Oh, we're, all we're, right. We're... Uh, like what I have here, we have five left. Josh still has some. I got to double check numbers there. But it's only a limited amount of playmats of what we had for this first run. And then we're going to be doing something different. So. And then we update them? Ooh. And then there's going to be an update. I, I, I've sent you pictures and you gave an idea. What the of what fuck? Gonna, no, it was in oh, the, are you talking that five? Yes, the Ooh, five. Nice. This is a while ago. The, that design that I sent I out. I never got that. No, you did. It was in there. It's the... Uh, the, it's, the fuck you colors. It's the emote. The, the emote in the Discord. Those playmats are going to be coming as soon as all this is done. The fuck you colors. Oh, one. nice. Yes. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. That's awesome. So we're getting close there. Sick. So sorry. To, uh, oh, no, that's okay. Here. Because you know what? We should take some time to thank our amazing sponsors, J-Dubs Sports Garden Gaming. J-Dubs Sports Cards and Gaming, located in West Acres Mall in Fargo, is your one-stop shop for all your Magic the Gathering needs. In the store, you will find a huge selection of sleeves, playmats, and dice for you to personalize your battlefield with. Along with having a large variety of singles in their display cases, there are also binders and boxes for you to browse through. That much selection means that you will always find something you are looking for. J-Dubs is also the place to gather to play a wide array of formats with friends in the community. There is Commander League on Thursday nights, Modern League on Saturday afternoons, and Legacy Leagues on Sunday afternoons. And who can forget Friday Night Magic every Friday evening? J-Dubs has it all. Amonkhet to Zendikar and ways to sleeve, shuffle, and spell sling. Now let's get back to the episode. You have not been recording this whole fucking time? What the fuck? <laughs> Are you fucking shitting me, Matt? God damn it. Yada yada does it. God damn it, Matt. This is gonna what happen sometime. the fuck? This is going to happen at some point. Thank goodness this is now on YouTube at least. <laughs> what the fuck? I can do some backwards editing here. And this is good. A, this is a good break <laughs> for that. Well, to our live listeners, this is where normally we've already been recording for a good 15 minutes. And we then talk about how J-Dub Sports Card and Gaming... <laughs> the oh West Takers Mall <laughs> is an amazing place to go to pick up your magic needs, your Yu-Gi-Oh needs, your Pokemon needs. Hey, you're a sports fan and a magic fan. They've got you covered with some sports memorabilia as well. They also do have a select 
product of board games and D&D books. Don't forget your dice. Don't forget your supplies and your playmats that are currently on sale that we've already mentioned. Hey, at least I remember to hit record. And we also happen to have a place where we can go bitch slap Matt for forgetting to start the recording at the actual beginning of the episode. Dude, we've been live for an hour. But remember, he doesn't record the pre-show. I do record the pre-show. What the fuck is wrong with you? The pre-shows for the Patreons. <laughs> You're telling me the Patreons. No, they get the video. They get the live stream. It's still there. It's not just audio. It's a fucking video. Oh, my God. So make sure to check out J-Dub's Sports Cards and Gaming. It's a tight chip is running around here. Uh, we should also <laughs> go on our Twitter and use hashtag Matt hit record next time. No, don't do this. Start a, start a hashtag campaign for this week in MTG. Oh, I'm, I'm fucking crying because I'm laughing so much. <laughs> right, here, it. I'll start it. Thank no. you. <laughs> Thank you, J-Dubs, for supporting us. I do want to <laughs> say here real quick, in case there's any audio difference between the beginning and this right now. To those listening to the edited podcast, just know I fucked up. It's it's fixed now. Do the d- d- Danny's doing something on Twitter? Find it there to find the full results or the, the the reason. Matt, have you recovered enough, or do you want me to <laughs> jump into the breakdown for the fans? No, I think there we're good. Is. I think we're good now. You started it. Yep. It. Okay. Matt, hit the record button. <laughs> I actually have to edit that. My fat fingers hit an M instead of an N. You can't edit a tweet, sir. Well, what the fuck? You That's gotta cool. delete the tweet and start again. Well, then I'll delete it. <laughs> you can't. Because I can delete that. Okay, so we're all done with that. Thank you, J Dubs. Like Big G said, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Let's go to the breakdown of how this is gonna happen. This is how this episode's gonna lay out. <laughs> Starting off, we're going to go over to the Boggle Desk, where we're going to have some <laughs> salt report and event results. After that, going to have some upcoming events at the Boggle Desk with Big G. No blog talk, but we're, so that means we're going to jump into the news right away. We got some Post Malone's t-shirts, Pioneer news, uh, Pioneer Challenger decks, and Arena <laughs> news. From that, going to go over to the Contra Currency section, where we talk about that magic, magic finance money. And from there, going to move to a thought cast if we get to a thought cast because we are <laughs> doing a lot of interesting shit this evening. From there, y'all can go home and be done with our bullshit. But Matt, they're already home. Thank you, Big G. Yes, they're already home. But no, that was if, Danny that said that. If, oh, if they uh, <laughs> if they've been following along, they'll probably know it's like they're <laughs> they they they're fine with being. Home I've I've given this. enough grief tonight, so. All right, moving into a salt and sugar report for you. Uh, first up to start the salt report, fuck you, Secret Lair, oh, and God. fuck you, UPS, right now. God <laughs> damn it. For those of you following along the Discord on yes. the adventures of whenever the hell Garrett's going to get his fucking Secret Lair, Never. guess what hasn't happened yet? Never will. Haven't even gotten the fucking thing sent out on the UPS tracking number because I've at least gotten that piece... Where they're like, hey, it's starting the shipping process. The label has been created, and it's been created for a week and a fucking half now. We have one in the Discord that says they got it. We have two in the Discord that say they got it. We have three in the Discord. Fucking Christian in Germany got his. (laughs) I'm sitting here going, what the actual fuck? 
I am closer by several thousand miles. Legitimately, I'm going to fucking email him again and go, what the hell's going on here? I get that you're probably going to fucking pass the buck onto UPS and say that's their problem. God damn it, this sucks. I just want to have my bundle. No. <sighs> All right, that's enough Big of the salt. No. That's enough of the salt report. The sugar report, I sent over my list for my blue deck doing red things. And I've got most of the cards. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's getting close to getting made then? Yeah, so I'm, I'll post out probably, like, for those of us who have, potentially still have older collections because fucking Danny and I gave up our shit. Most of my shit was bulk. Comments. Well, some of this stuff is, yeah. like, oh, it's, suppose, yeah. it's all, like, legit. Well, here's the sugar part of this report. So... Like, I took out the lands, and I took out some of the staples that I knew I had. Like, mm-hmm. like I know I have, um, like, preordained. I know I have preordained still sitting around and stuff. Because yep. even though it's a blue deck doing red things, I still wanted the blue deck to do, like, some blue things. Like, I took those out. And so it was, a, you know, it was a good, like, 60 cards still. Yep, yep. Anyone got a rough guess at how much my total was? And it does not include the commander because I have it. Uh, okay. $200. No, not that nope. much. It's going to be 75 Nope. Lower. Lower. 45 Lower. Budget 20. of budgets. 32 Nice. 32 yeah. bucks for the cards I picked up. <clears throat> Very sick. And then, like, didn't include the basic lands because I've got those, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then, like, yeah, like some of those, like, blue staples, I have them. So I was sitting here, and I think the most expensive card I got was Copy Enchantment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And like that was honestly most of that $32. It is a card that blue players like to play, right? So yeah, there's the sugar report. So that that fun deck you will probably do a playthrough once I get it all together. Matt, do you have your red deck doing blue things ready yet? That There's a red deck case up there that has the cards. Uh I got You just haven't thrown them together. I I got to pull together the basic lands. And I'm pretty sure I got like 20 cards, a mixture of some non-basic lands and some other cards that I still haven't got. Uh, I, I I got my Surly Badgers. Okay. Uh, I'm waiting for uh, Shunt. I just ordered Shunt online. And I was about to say, you and I will have to talk because I'm, I'm legitimately guessing I'm going to have to order these remaining like seven cards because they're just really obscure cards. So yeah, I'll yeah. probably have to order them so we can just put our order together and Same all get them. Yeah, pretty much. So, all right. So, moving over to some event results, like I kind of talked to you guys about last week. Um, We're doing a lot of coverage on the regional qualifiers. So, I've got one from CM Gaming's Morristown. And all I've got for you is um, what would be considered the top eight results. They have, it looks like, a four-way tie for fifth place on what we have on Goldfish here. So instead of doing the meta breakdown, I'm just going to do the top four decks for you, and then I'm going to do the normal breakdown of some of the more popular cards that were played during this modern event. So coming in first place is a hardened scales deck, and I have to expand this out. Please don't be a fucking misnomer. It's not. It is. Okay, so it is a, uh, looking at the list real quick... New cards, Patchwork Automaton, uh, yep. which was one that Hardened Scale players and just like Artifact players were talking about using in general since it got printed in Kamikawa. 
Yep. And uh, that's and then yeah, that's honestly outside of Beseju and Patchwork, those are those are the two newest cards and then uh Soaring City. Yeah. Yeah, those are the two newest ones. Um they just a note on there, they do have the Zabs um Zabaz. Zabaz. The Glimmer Wasp. Uh, the Glimmer Wasp on there, which does have a a white activated ability and a red activated ability, so they do have some lands in there to accommodate for that. And they got Spring Leaf Drum as well to color. Yep. Get and then they've got them. some blue lands in there as well to um, accommodate for some of the sideboard stuff. So they've got Metallic, re- or Metallic Rebuke, and then they've got... A single Pongify. Yep, there we go. I was looking at it, and I was going over the wrong spots. Wrong spot. Aether Spellbomb, and then Odawara, Soaring Sky to help pay for the blue for those. Yep. All right, coming in second place, we have Teamer Footfalls, which looking at the build on this one, a pretty standard build for a Footfalls deck. So, you know, you've got the Fire and Ice, you've got uh, Dead and Gons, you've got the Outburst, you've got the Prismatic, a single copy of Prismatic, you've got the Crashing Footfalls, obviously four copies of, and then you've got any and all of the wonderful... Um, cascade mechanics that you need to get the uh, the footfalls activated. Yep. So there's that. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing, nothing too spectacular. Out of the usual, I should say, with that one. And then third place, we've got a living end deck, which again, looking over, there doesn't seem to be the newest bit of tech in there. There really isn't. Pesaju Odawara. Yeah. So there is that for you. And then coming in fourth place, uh, this is a Crabvine deck. So we've got some milling happening, so that way you can bring out your Venge Vines from the graveyard. Um, actually, it's pretty much just a dredge deck. Pretty, no, not pretty. There, there's no Venge Vine in here. What the what? Yeah. So they, they call you, they call it Crabvine, but there's no Veg Vines in here. They got Prize Malcolms oh and Narc Amoebas is what they're doing and, and stuff what, with this shit what? here. Uh, grave Crawlers. But interesting, I think this is more of like the, the uh, one of the cards in here that kind of gets like teched in and out depending on the meta is the Rotting Rats, which yeah. is uh, when it comes to play, each player discards a card. <laughs> and... You know, so that way they can get, you know, whatever card in their hand, a prize amalgam, their narcomoeba in hand into the graveyard and uh, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, right. maybe I'm looking at this now. Maybe it is a Vengevine because in the spell section they have a vengeance and maybe it was just entered wrong. There has to be a Vengevine in here because this is white. They don't have any white lands in this deck. Yeah, so... Okay, Who knows? So th- there's probably a Vengevine here, and this is just entered in wrong because Vengeance is just destroy target tap creatures. Not that good of a card. So and, I think I think it's supposed to be Vengevine for this. And you know what? Actually, I'm not even going to go into the card breakdown because we essentially kind of covered it with looking at the top four decks. So, but what we will do in place of that is the the bottom four. We've got a Glimpse combo, or it's labeled Glimpse combo. I'm going to just start saying it's labeled this way, and then expanding <laughs> out the decks. All the misnomers we've had lately. Uh, so this is it. We we pull all this data off of Goldfish. Just yep. to make it clear. So yeah. So you know people can name their decks whatever they want to. Uh, this is an Omnath deck. It's actually not a Yorion deck, which is like mildly intriguing. But it's got Glimpse of Tomorrow in there. And I'm guessing that is not guessing. That is 
the main purpose of the name of the deck because then yeah. they also have the violent outbursts in there too. So, and uh, shardless agents, yeah, risen reefs of what they're going for. And then the next deck is another living end deck. And looking it over real quick, there is nothing too different. Nope, very and then stock. Next deck, we've got a Grixis Death Shadow deck, and this one does have uh. Uh, Jagathod, the Wellspring as the companion. Uh, so it's working accordingly with that. And then the last deck that was in this event, and this is just the top eight results, so I don't know all the rest of the decks that were in this one. Is it is it Merktide deck? And given the quick glimpse over, nothing standing out as outside of the usual. Of note, there is one copy of Dress Down in the main board. I know on a lot of decks that do this, it's generally just a sideboard card. So at least a lot of the lists I have looked at. So that I'm going to preface that. It has a Heracles recall in the sideboard. So yeah. I don't know if that's anything too too special, too fancy. Yeah. All right. But that is all I have for you for event results. Um, talking about upcoming events, it is just a recap again of um, what we talked about last week. Which is the, gee, why is my computer running slow? Uh, there we go. The SCG Con Baltimore again. Uh, when we get probably get to the week before the event, we'll talk more about this. But if you're going to be in Baltimore, um, this is definitely something to think about doing. Um, August nineteenth through the twenty-first, which is oh, never mind. That's next weekend. There we go. Um, so they've got plenty of events for you. Bless you, Danny. Thanks. Uh, they've got commander events, they've got legacy, they've got pioneer, they've got anything and everything that you can imagine as far as playing some magic. So there we go. I, I, I do got another event that I just want to stay here that's coming up. It's one that I'm going to. I gotta find the official thing here. Show it. Boom. There we go. Mad with Power Fest in Madison, Wisconsin is happening, not this upcoming weekend, but the following weekend. Same weekend that SCG Con Baltimore is happening. Yes. Jason Ashcraft oh, at this right. at this Mad with Power Fest, which is a power metal fest with a bunch of arcade games, is going to be hosting a commander event both days for this power festival that you could play and win some pretty dope prizes. I will be there. I will be attending. Uh, Are you going to play the commander event, I'm guessing? Yes, I am. Hell yeah, man. So it's uh, you can play EDH. It's hosted by Jason. Bring your strongest decks. There will be two rounds, one each day. Uh, it will be from seven to eight thirty. Winners will be announced. It's going to happen during like the the dinner break time because it's a large event. They want people to eat. Uh, first place gets a Mad with Power Fest shirt, a fifty dollar gift card to Noble Knight Games Commander Precon deck, three booster packs, and a trophy. Second place gets $25 gift card to Noble Knight Gaming, which is a an LGS in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, a Mad with Power shirts, a Magic Starter deck, three booster packs, and a trophy. Third place gets $10 to Noble Knight Games, Mad with Power Fest shirts, two boosters, and a trophy. So, you better bring home one of those trophies. This is free. Bro. This is free to fucking enter, bring, by the way. Bring a freaking trophy home, Bobby. I will. I will fucking do my damnedest to. I, I will clap Jason's cheeks. He's going to get dick stomped. He probably is. I will Jason. do live updates on my dick stompage. Oh, I lost. Oh, one. Oh, oh, two. Oh, oh, three. Oh, you got to make sure oh, the opes are in there too. Oh, are we ready for the oh, next five. part here? 
Are we ready for the next part? We got the news. Hey, we got the news. I'm all done with events, yo. That was the first topic. That it was. Hey, yo. Did you get all the emphasis in there? <clears throat> I did. Oh, good. Proud of you. All right. I got my first one. Oh, it means I have to pull up Discord. I thought you can pull all that stuff up. Why would I copy paste when you have it on your phone? So I don't have to pull up my phone. Sir. That's why. Clearly, the more work I do, the longer it would be before I would have remembered that I wasn't recording. <laughs> <laughs> Among other things. Uh, chat lounge. Live lookup news here. <sighs> you can't even sigh right now. I you, can't. Tonight, yeah, you, you cannot you, sigh. You can't, no, I'm not, man. I'm not, I'm not sighing at Danny. I'm sighing at myself because I'm still thinking, it's like, Fuck, that was like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. That was longer than 20, 30 minutes. From the start of the episode. It was 20 minutes from the start of the episode. Like, yeah, just counting the actual episode, 20 fucking minutes. Yeah, it's like, oh, no, I forgot to do it for the pre-show. At least there's still a video. I mean, there's still a video. We're going to have to do some fucking, like... You're going to have a lot of work ahead of you. But anyways, back to the news. Uh, So this first news topic, we were talking about this last week. Post Malone with Whatnot had uh, partnered together to bring a head-to-head commander deck or commander challenge. Well, you would figure that Whatnot, being a streamer of some sorts, would have technical support on their staff. Well, hold on. Who's Whatnot to to those? So, for those who don't know who Whatnot is. For those who don't know what Whatnot is or who they are, uh, they are an app that uh, has QVC live auction style live streams, um, mainly for collectible items, which would include Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic, sports cards, anything collectible. figures. I think they emphasize on shoes. Like they have shoes. Shoes. Shoe thing. Well, mm-hmm. shoes is a huge market. I, I didn't realize how big shoes were oh, until yeah. I started like <clears throat> jump actually jumping more into like magic collecting. Shoes like, shoes is more than magic. Like for it's sure. Ridiculous. There's a lot of money in shoes. Which is it's really cool that something like that someone because then too there's uh the J shoes. No, I was gonna say something. there's a um it's I can't remember. It's like Kickerella or something like that. Like, it's a spin on the whole, like, Cinderella story, but it's a shoe designer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, and there's this big fancy head designing that I, saw, weirdly enough, ran across the trailer and I was like, huh, this is cool. Because at that point, I was like, oh, cool. I do know that, like, there are, like, one of a kind shoes that go for millions yep. of dollars. Yep. And it's nuts. And it all depends on what size you have too. Yeah. What what really made really solidified me for understanding like the shoe market. My first like foray into there was when the Magic Jace shoes came up. My coworker at the time, he was a big shoe collector, and we talked about that a lot. I'm like, I didn't fucking know that shoes had this like stupid, ridiculous collectible aftermarket. Well, it's it's the fact of more shoes are a limited run. They are a true limited run. Once they have their production, they're done. They're on to the next shoe. Well, because then the other thing, too, is like, honestly, you think about it, like, how how quick do you wear out a pair of shoes? Like, so if 
somebody buys them, wears them out, and then somebody was smart enough to go, hey, I kept them in the box. Well, it's it's not even that. It's for for the collectors of shoes. I know this is way off topic for Magic the Gathering, but it's like you can wear them. It's the fact of how you wear them, how how well you take care of your shoes. Well, and how you walk and what you do, no scuffs. There, there's there's a reason why they have the no, uh, the no crink toe that you can yeah. put in your shoes that so doesn't crink on the top. Like you don't think about it, but like you think of steel toe boots. The moment the first step you take, you have that nice crink on top of yeah. your foot. Oh, well, yeah. this thing stops that. I got. I got. So you don't have that wear in the leather or whatever material it's in. But anyways, back on topic. <laughs> back on actual topic. <clears throat> uh, so yeah. So again, uh, Post Malone partnered with whatnot and also Watsy, I'm sure, uh, to have a uh, battle of. Battle of the best of three in pre-made EDH decks brought to you by, I think... Jimmy and Josh. Was it Jimmy Jimmy and Josh? They made six decks, uh, uh, according to the stream, they made six decks that are going to, from the understanding of the stream, I don't think the full details were sussed out yet at that point, but uh, six decks that will get choose at random that uh, the winner of whatnot and Post Malone would play against each other. Choose from, yep. And they weren't sure if it was going to be a uh, <clears throat> best of three for each deck or if they're going to choose three decks and play against each other, which I would probably be the best thing to do. Um, but anyway, uh, the winner of this challenge, or I should say just the challenger, if they win, they win $100,000. So with that being said, the winner of this drawing is... RC or R6 Kyle. Uh, he won the raffle, but there were two alternates chosen f- for this if RC or R6 Kyle can't go. First alternate would be CBB Metalhead, and second alternate was Brianna underscore NC. And these alternates are like if turns out the uh, terms and conditions couldn't be met by the, well, the, well it's the big it's, thing it's not even that it's it's the fact if they couldn't get there by the 11th because they had well yeah, not by the 11th on the well, 11th on the 11th but yes they have those specific like they have the date picked out they have like yep. the whole day planned i'm sure yep and it's like you have to be here this day there is no there's no hey we'll make it work with you nope this day that's yeah. it yeah it's one day and one only which is August 11th. This Thursday. Yeah. And if uh, they're streaming it on Whatnot and another uh, Twitch. I'm I'm pretty sure it's Twitch. It's on Whatnot. They're doing like drawings and stuff as well. Yeah. yeah, I think think you have to be on Whatnot for the drawings because it's through Whatnot. So watching the stream. You were watching? I was watching. Yeah. Okay. So. Oh, you didn't even. Both. I was watching both. I was. I I tried the first day. Obviously, it crashed. Yeah. But I was on the whole time, obviously. Um, but, uh, Post Malone, there were, there were, the guy who was with, I can't remember who his name was. I didn't even catch um, it. I think he's with Whatnot. Um, but they're going to do some drawings for the viewers who are watching the game. Even though you didn't win the chance to play Post, you can still win prizes. Well, and they did prizes too, leading yep. up to. Yep, they uh, did the three, four Fox. of them. It was, it was. A collector's pack of Double Masters 2020. Yep. A draft box of yep. it. And then a draft box of I think uh, it was a set, Horizon, bo- set, a set booster. Modern Horizons 2, yeah. Yep. Like, even... I was sitting there going, 
fuck. I, I'd be happy just, to just the drawing. Just let me win that. Right? I think, too, like when it was doing the scroll, like it could have just been me seeing things. I feel like I saw my username. I was like, no, there it went. I never saw mine. So like I, I am pretty sure this was just me seeing things and like Deja, that, or a, that hopeful, oasis, the the hopeful oasis, look. Yeah. The oasis view. But uh, yeah, so um, on the 11th, if you have nothing better to do or if you have something better to do, uh, tune in to whatnot or like we said, maybe the Twitch stream, but mostly whatnot. Um, make sure you have your address put in before this goes on. And, and your payment information <laughs> too. Required both. Yep. Well, I guess I didn't have a payment. I just had the I shipping. Just, I just did my card. Um, I think I did too, yeah. just because I did. But yeah, you just watch whatnot, and they'll probably just have random drawings. So I do is hit enter into the drawing, and uh, yeah, maybe you can win some free shit. Right. Uh, Post Malone did mention that he possibly has some masterpieces that he's willing to put up for drawing from right. his collection. Yeah. From his personal collection. Which doesn't really mean much. He could just go out and buy some anyway, but... Well, he's, like... Have you heard the controversies going around, like, the L.A. Hollywood area right now with the LGSs? Any of them that, like, had higher-value cards, like duels and reserve-list cards and stuff, apparently Posty's been going through a couple of them and getting some of those picked up. So, I mean, maybe this is one of those. Maybe. Definitely heard of those on uh, Reddit. That makes sense. You've the money, might as well go pick up those high right? high value cards. And so do we think this is like the big teaser announcement that they gave at the end of last year, beginning of this year, with their partnership with Posty, or is there something bigger happening? No, their so, partnership with Posty was the live stuff that they did with the command zone, the command zone live. Oh. I suppose I didn't watch that. I'm sh- I'm I thought I could have I heard something about him actually getting a card. Yeah, he oh. got Zer. That was uh Oh, that alt art there. Yeah, that was of him, is what it looked like. Oh, yeah. was it? Yeah, it's okay. uh, it, it it's he used it on a command zone episode and stuff. Oh, and yep. that's yeah, yeah. He, he like, mentioned something about no, he didn't use of, it. Wasn't on command zone. It was on um, game nights. No, it wasn't game nights. Oh, uh, it was um, I hate your deck. There we go. Was it that one? Okay. Yeah, because he talked about it and he he brought out the actual one, like the just regular copy, and then he brought out the the fancy one. Yeah, yeah, whatnot. It's an interesting app. Right. Um, excited for what what it has to offer. Well, you want to talk about this t-shirt club thing you got listed here? I do want to talk about this t-shirt club. Okay. Do you like magic and like to show off how much you like magic? Magic the Gathering and Amazon are partnering up for a t-shirt club where each month you get official Magic the Gathering t-shirts delivered to you in a subscription-based service, U.S. only. Sorry, Christian. Well, we could always try to pick some up for him. Yes, it, it, we can. So these are, you go to the website, Amazon, and click on the link for it. It's Magic the Gathering T-shirt club subscription men, and you can choose your size or women. Uh, they're seventeen ninety-nine a box. You get free shipping uh, for signing up in it. And quote from the article here, it is a... Created for the ultimate fan, T-Shirt Club is a monthly subscription which offers exclusive design T-shirts for your favorite brands every month, in this case, Magic the Gathering. So what makes it special is that T-Shirt Club brings you hot off the press newly released T-shirts with authentic official license design direct from the brand. 
So uh, I don't think you care about the materials and stuff. So discover the magic of the new realms with Magic the Gathering Club. Explore new planes month to month. Uh, calling all planeswalkers, all that other jazz and shit there. They have one. Uh, they do have one shirt so far shown over on their Twitter, which is just like a blue mana symbol that says nope. Oh, yeah, the one that uh, the one that Spike Tournament Grander is wearing. Yeah, double check here real quick. Pull it up on Twitter because it's only on Twitter is where we saw it. Oh man, I forgot to add those parts in. We'll talk about that next time. There we go. Oh, not today is what it says. Ah. Not today, and it's uh, blue mana symbol and mm-hmm. you know Magic the Gathering affiliates and stuff. So you can get those subscription shirt shirts and stuff. Any of you guys interested in something like this? I think I might do it for a little while. Like I'm obviously going to talk with the uh, the wife and be like, "Hey, can I? Can, are you cool with me?" So the real question is some t-shirts is like 18 bucks a month for a shirt. Is that going to be worth it? I think about it this way. Like legitimately, I think about it this way. You and I go to a lot of concerts. Yes. How much do we spend on a band shirt at a concert? Yes. A one concert. Oh yeah. 25, 35 bucks for minimum. Just for a shirt. Minimum 25 bucks. I like to buy hoodies and hoodies are like 50 bucks minimum. But like I'm sitting here thinking shirts that I'll wear like here when we're recording when we're out playing live events all that kind of stuff like i like wearing my i really only have one magic shirt right now and it's a shirt my buddy got me and it's uh l's and it's like there's always extra mana like it's one of those funny like archetype shirts and for me he got an elf one because i like playing elves i like playing other things too but at the time he got me the shirt i was very focused on elves and so, like, thinking about that, where, like, hey, cool. Yeah, I might not wear them all the time to work, anything like that, but sure, yeah, I'll wear a magic shirt. My wife and I, we just went through our closets uh, primarily because she is uh, she's pregnant and going through some of her smaller clothes because of being pregnant. And we... Uh, I've downsized on the amount of shirts that I have. And, like, a lot of my work shirts are getting to the end of their usage. Like, they're... Very holy and stuff. So, I think I think you know, like oh, 18, different holy eighteen bucks a month for uh, for shirts just delivered would be pretty cool and magic. Well, is well. it like is it a shirt a month or because it says bo- per box? Yes, from what I understand is T-shirt club. So it's a monthly subscription offers design T-shirts for your favorite brand. How does subscription work? Your subscription brings you a t-shirt, which ships for free every month. You can subscribe with confidence as you can skip a month or cancel at any time. So it's only a shirt is what it seems like. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Do you think they're going to throw in something special? Like that they don't announce? Like are they going to throw a special promo card? Maybe it won't be worth much, but like something cool like that? doubt it yeah, i mean i don't know it's 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 in collaboration with amazon so whatever so, yeah, amazon probably, warehouses and yeah, stuff they then. got like it's just gonna be a shirt i mean you yeah you you like the idea of a subscription shirt for magic the gathering i don't know if i want to commit to like i mean granted it's it's inherently non-committal but yeah it says you can cancel at any time i don't know if i'd like for a subscription service because like I don't know. The problem is, is that like 
with a game as large as Magic, you know, you you have, you know, some of these shirts that don't speak to people in certain ways, you know. Yeah, for for someone like me, I'm not a big fan of like uh like Nissa and Garuk necessarily. Like give me give me Jace, give me Liliana, give me Nicol Bolas and stuff. But, of course you would say then blue player. Yes, yes. So it's like there well, if it's going to be like a subscription box, maybe it's going to be like, hey, next month is going to be uh, Liliana and Nyssa well, I, and stuff. I think and of like, like Crate. They didn't really announce what would be in the box. They maybe announced what the theme would be. Oh, is that how that worked? Yeah. Okay. Because I always got like the, I only did Loot Crate for like six months. I mean, I got some cool stuff in it. Like they did a, they announced, hey, we're going to do a Back to the Future box. It was all like cool Back to the Future shit. Or no, it was like Time Traveler stuff and they announced... Like, there would be something in there from Back to the Future or something in there from Doctor Who. Because, like, I got a replica, like, a mini replica of a hoverboard that I have one of my pop figures sit on, and I think I have Sheldon sit on it. <laughs> um, but then I've got a, it's a a sonic screwdriver spork. Oh, sick. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, like, they did cool things like that. So, I would imagine they're not going to be like, hey, here's the design for this month. They might go, hey, here's the theme. Yeah. I don't know. And or this, they might not even announce. They might not. Yeah, and it's I don't know. It's just, it, it's just it seems like it is a shirt, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'll be down checking it out. And the, uh, from my understanding, it would be like limited run of what they are as well. So only so place it, to get these t-shirts. Amazon. So it shouldn't be. Uh... Hey, subscription monthly fee, and then you get the same shirt seven months in a row. Yeah, it won't be something like that. Yeah, if it's uh, I do like that shirt where it's uh, the the blue one. Not today, and yeah. blue man at spell. Danny, you think you're gonna cast your uh, your Rith? Not, Not today. today. <laughs> That's fine. I have Dramoke on the field. Jokes on you. I got mind break trap. I got aether gust. I got ways to get around. Your shit can't be countered. <laughs> That's fine. I have asceticism on the field. Yeah, spells don't fall in the category of not being targeted. We'll we'll fuck that asceticism up. That's fine. Next in the news. I've I have Shalai and I have Avison and everything else that makes me untouchable. Rift makes you cry. Cyclonic Rift. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Say that now, but I'm gonna get a black eye That's when fine. I do that. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, Matt. What's next on the topics of news? We got some Pioneer Challenger deck news. Yes, next. Like always, it wouldn't be an episode of this week of MTG if we didn't mention some form of a delay. Quoted from the Wizards' mo- mothership, due to ongoing supply chain disruptions and delays, we are removing the release date of the Pioneer Challenge tw- decks 2022 to November 4th, 2022 to allow for a concurrent global release. Thank you for your pa- patience and understanding. We will update this article in the event of any further changes. Yeah, and that's, yep. that's what it was. It was a super short article, but those decks are now getting delayed. I think they were supposed to come out in September. Yeah, so they're getting delayed to what? No, yeah, whatever. November, I think it was October, late November October. 4th. They just said November 4th. Oh, yeah. well, yeah, there we go. All right, well, for this next and last section of the news, we're going to lump all of the arena news together here tonight. Last week, there were some patches that happened and implement- implementation of 
18.0 version of Arena. The introduction of the Explorer Anthology, Historic Anthology, plus the Bushwag and Soul Ring Pet Bundles. There are so many card styles added that we're just going to link everything in the description below for you to take a look at so that way you can t- dive in and see what interests you the most. Another, a lot. <laughs> another part of the patch were some bug fixes. Like, seriously, a shit ton of bug fixes. So a few examples are the fixed uh, playing on, of an MDFC lands with uh, uh, Bolus's Citadel and those kind of cards. They fixed up some missing textures in the ETB animation uh, for Niv-Mizzet, Perion, and then full list of the fixes is also in the description below. And the final bit of news for Arena is there's the summer sale that is going on until Wednesday, August 17th. So it looks like you can get some of your deals on avatars, stickers, and sleeves. You would think before they start adding more formats to Arena, they'd get their shit in order. Well, that's part of what the patches were and everything too, though. But I mean, like, you've most likely they've been working on these formats for a year. Six months. Are you talking yeah. about like uh, Explorer and yeah, Alchemy and exactly. Historic and stuff? They've, they've been working on these for a year, six months, a while. And they're like, hey, we're not going to play test this format at all. Let's just throw it out there and see what happens. Are we back to the Danny soapbox of this, Arena? This, yes. is a, this is my soapbox for everything fucking Arena. It's how they are. Like, oh, hey, we're going to... We're going to introduce this new format, and we're not going to playtest it. I know, I know people are kind of excited with the Explorer anthology like, of actually getting some cards if they're if uh, on their roadmap to get Pioneer in Arena. Like you know? it's, I have no problem with them like trying to get actual paper format card formats onto Arena. Like Pioneer needs it, obviously. That's how they're going to play test a Pioneer because they've been, what, three years out from Pioneer now? Something Two years like that, yeah. since yeah. Pioneer was introduced? It was it was introduced just before the pandemic. So 2019, I think, is when it got. So, yeah, three years. They've been, they've been backlogged on Pioneer. Like, they have no information. So I understand why they're trying to get it to Arena because Arena is being used more than, what, Moto? It's, Most likely, or is it pretty even? It's pretty even because like the newer players are playing on Arena, where the older veteran players that play Legacy and Modern and are, Commander are obviously are, on Moto. Yeah. Yes, the, the the Pioneer queues are still filling up on Moto and the uh, not standard the the Modern Legacy Popper are all on like Moto and like Moto still well, gets its if, it still if, gets its play. Well, that's the thing. If if you're if you're into Legacy, Vintage, and Modern. You're obviously going to be on Moto because well, yeah. you've been in there for years, and it's not on Arena. Exa- well, exactly. But I mean, like if if you're into the vintage legacy and modern, you're most likely not going to start dabbling in Pioneer unless you're just tired of the old vintage or know. the Eternals. But I mean, of- it's like Pioneer is more for the standard players who were playing standard <clears throat> in 2015, 2016. And they want to get a little bit of a dive into exactly more eternal format. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and one thing with pioneers, like people are playing it because it is the pro tour 
uh, the, yeah. the pro tour uh, uh, formats coming in mm-hmm. 2023 and stuff. So it's yeah. like people are focusing specifically on that because of that. So it's a easier way for people to, or I guess for Watsy to not do their job and actually get information so they can actually create a viable ban list for when the pro tour is out. Yeah. So they don't have, oh, hey, we have no ban list, but oh, hey, this one deck just wrecked everyone, so let's ban the entire deck well, I mean, and then go through that shenanigan bullshit again. They they do got a ban list for Pioneer. Well, you got Inverter you, of Truth. You, uh, ha- you have some, but you don't have enough, I don't think. Well, I mean, I mean, maybe I can agree with you on that. They're definitely they have to be pulling numbers and stuff from like Moto challenges and stuff for Pioneer. And yeah, wherever to, they can get the information from. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, only from Moto. I mean, I guess now that uh, RCQs are a thing, and they could probably get results from WPM stores that submit their results to them, so that way they could. Be True. Like, oh, now we're seeing that uh, Niv to Light is actually being a good deck, and they can get like their appropriate numbers. See what like Phoenix. Uh, is it Phoenix decks are doing or the new gruel stompy decks that have Emrakul the promise end. So so basically what you're saying is they're going to take the top four decks and completely nerf them. Well, not necessarily. I'm not saying No, no, that yet looking, that's, I'm looking. not saying that's what you're saying, but that's what they're going to do. We don't know that. That's how they work. Not necessarily. <laughs> when haven't they? At this point, we would like to disclaimer that Danny does not speak for the, <laughs> this week in MTG entity. He is strictly. But I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying though, like, like you look back at their history, it's like, oh hey, we're gonna, we're gonna ban some cards. Okay, well, let's ban the two cards that wreck in the format, and not, and not look at the cards that are falling right behind them in the shadows. I mean, yeah, you can definitely look at some of cases like that. Uh, that it's like, oh, we're going to be attacking this. They're not so attacking. It's, like looking at specifically they're they're looking deck. at certain decks. Yeah, so because if they're fin- overpowered so it, or if they're like well, I, I get, format warping. I get that. Hogak. I don't want to fucking run that. I, I, the ground a lot, but Hogak. I'm not saying you're not wrong or you're not right. <laughs> but I'm just saying they're going after. I'm just off, off the limited information that they have. They're looking at maybe one, two or three cards. Throughout all the decks. Or none at all. Maybe they think Pioneer's like in a good... Because remember, we, we've talked about this on the podcast before. It's like they they find like decks that have like a 55% plus win rate is where they start keeping a close eye on that. And like uh, a meta, w- w- the meta share was like 30 or 40% of the meta 35%. Share. 35%. And that's when they keep an eye on, on a deck like that. And when, when decks get to that, it's like, yeah, sure. That's when something needs to get bad because... They're definitely not a fan of homogenization and shit. So, like, whether it be Pioneer, Modern, Legacy, and shit like that, that they have the ability to control over and stuff. And it's like, I don't know. I think currently the Pioneer, uh, the, the Pioneer Meta Share, the only thing that's like super high is Phoenix. And that's at like well, 11 or 12%. Are, spirits are getting up there too now. So, they are. So, like, like I said, uh, I've seen that, like I said, but. Yeah, th- like I said, they they go after those few cards, but they go off the they go a number of times they've gone after the wrong card. Okay. Well, they go with the one that, like, yeah, you can have a high high play value of this one card, but that one card is based off of the other card that's at a lower value of number of cards in the deck. Not always necessarily. They ch- tend to target the 
linchpin part of the what is making the decks broken. Hogak, Arkham's well, Astrolabe. What was it's two modern it examples? Was, it was a modern modern card. It was maybe a year ago. Um, one card got banned, and then it was like, "What the fuck? You banned the wrong card." Uh, I can't remember what the fuck card it was. People were definitely uh, unhappy with banning of Arkham's Astrolabe, saying yeah. that it died for like Urza's sins. And maybe yet, that's here, what it was. And here we are in a world where like Urza's doing jack shit, but if Arkham's Astrolabe was around those elemental decks yeah. would be doing fucking stupid good still. Like, I, I, call well, me out that, on this edge. That and like, Urza deck would still be doing, well, Urza style decks because, like, those decks would, fuck, that deck, fucking Arcalade did a lot of good work for my Fires of Invention deck that Arcan- I had Arcan- running. Astrolabe, not Arcalade. That's what I meant, yeah. Yep. But it did fucking great work for mine because all my mana base was snow-based. Mm-hmm. And oh, cool mana fixing, so that way I can and a cantrip, a- yeah, and, and a, a cantrip. cantrip because then you can you can cantrip, you can mana fix, and then early game that makes a huge deal, especially like you maybe pick a risky hand, but then you go ah, I have mana filtering. The cost of having a an Arkham's Astrolabe in your hand is yeah. like nothing compared to not having it. Like it's one mana. ETB draw card and then you're just like filters and the thing with that is like yeah when they're specifically looking at like Arkham's Astrolabe as like it died for Urza's sins and shit yet here we are now Urza's not doing jack shit but but it goes back to the blog type from a few weeks ago where Mark's like well you put it's like a pro player came up to me is you ban this or you got rid of this and then yeah, blah blah not, blah you're not gonna be happy with it's, one thing it's, or another it's just one of those things like Anything that they do is going to get criticized by all the players. And it's like, there's actually a recent, uh, just this last weekend's, uh, this last weekend's, um, Drive to Work podcast that Mark Rosewater mm-hmm. does, where it was the topic of, uh, use cases or, uh, uh, corner cases and stuff of like when they are coming up with like designs of cards and like how they like look at, like, Yes, this card combos with this obscure two three card combo is one of the examples mm-hmm. that he was talking about. But it's like how I, stickers stickers and infinity was fucking kind of the, stickers the thing that brought this on. <clears throat> I don't want to like diverge too far into fucking this. Fucking stickers. But he was talking about like people were talking like stickers are going to be ruined this, and they're looking at like the numbers, and it's like the stickers that are going to be coming into like the eternal formats, legacy and vintage, is like the amount of players that are going to play them are honestly not going to be as much that they believe because they are making them in a in a way that's not competitive viable. That's something that they look at for non-premier uh, sets that are going to be getting affected into competitive play. It's like they're looking at being able to balance the cards. They're like, these are supposed to be non-competitive cards while these are supposed to be competitive cards. Like They put them into those kind of baskets. And the Use Case podcast that Mark Rosewater did highly recommend that uh, to kind of you know listen in and, and and stuff on there. It was it was very enjoyable. I I understand that, but I guess my rebuttal to that would be well, yeah, they may think of what's existing, but then when the next set comes out, like hey, we're gonna forget whatever we just did in on sets, and then. And then that combo, yeah, it may not be effective right now, but a year, two years down the road, it's broken because they forgot about it. 
or they didn't play test with that set or they but it's with every i'm just being devil's advocate but i mean like which is fine i mean it's just one of those things like going back to arena it's like hey we're gonna throw all this shit out there and not play test any of it and then complain that we have broken systems we're down every other month because there's bugs everywhere and we it seems like they're just like hey let's just throw everything out in the wind and see what happens can i can i make a comment go ahead about um arena and bugs when the post malone stream went down on thursday oh i knew that was gonna crash right away on twitter on whatnots they made a post saying it's like hey we're sorry that this happened one of the top comments that were made was like no nah, it's all good we're all arena players we're used to these kind of bugs <laughs> right <laughs> just to kind of get a, get a little humor wrap up in in that as well and i was like yeah you're why well, i even t- tweeted at them it's like you're you're one of the your streaming service for selling cards and it's like you've never had influx like this and you didn't think that post malone was gonna bring you ten thousand viewers in an hour like it's crazy ten thousand. what the fuck though i mean i don't know you can't in my head i can't be you can't be too harsh because i think this is like uh uh, a testing ground for like what 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 not could do uh, when you look at it's, when you go on whatnot, you only, you only see that the most that a lot of uh, sellers on there have like max of like a hundred and fifty or something like oh, that of people that yeah. are using that. And so you look at like a, a service that can handle like you know maybe like a thousand sellers on there with just say like a max of like a hundred and fifty, and then you have one person that, post Malone that pulls in an influx of ten k on just his alone. That, that that right there is where you. There, you know, you they didn't think about it. Like, yeah, you may have a thousand oh. individual people having their own streams. I'll give you that, but each of them only have a hundred people on their stream. But at the same time, it's it- it's it's like watching it's like Twitch. Like, oh hey, we're gonna have this one person that brings in a million viewers at one time. But I would say this: here's here's the difference between Twitch and whatnot. One. Whatnot is a relatively newer service. True, where it they is. Haven't, they haven't had to test the upper limits of their shit. Where Twitch, yeah, Twitch I, I, has more going on for it. I, I know Twitch is older. They've been through the ringer multiple times. But then not even that. Whatnot, I would say, is more of a phone thing than Twitch is. Where you have that mindset of if it's a phone app versus a computer service. Well, You're gonna have I'm, that- I'm I'm sure that's why Twitch got rid of their their desktop app. Yeah, they went straight website on their what on their because on you're, computer. you're able to do different bandwidths. Yep. you're able to do different services. But I mean, like just as a streaming service, obviously doesn't matter if you're new or old. I, w- I would say though they're not a streaming service. They're to to a point they are whatnot, but or but whatnot like they're not a. Oh hey, watch me for three hours streaming service. They're a auction streaming service, so they're they're still they're still technically streaming. Yeah, but they're they're not a true. Hey, I'm gonna sit there and watch this one person for four hours. That's where you got the point where, like we kind of brought up already, maybe this was the test of what the fuck are upper limits. But then a lot of people. So I was watching both. I got to get in where I could see all the comments. Yep. On day one, and then I was able to see where it started lagging a bit. On I, day I, I two, saw, and everyone was like, "Oh shit, it's gonna fucking happen again. We're gonna have to postpone." Everyone in the comments was like, 
turn off the fucking comments. Like you have the capability as the person running the stream. Yep. Turn off the comments because honestly, when you were watching that, you couldn't you, you, you can, couldn't read un- anything. unless unless you put your finger on your phone, you would never be able to read any of it. So, and that was honestly something that was taking up so much of the uploading and downloading speed for anyone watching and for the services that whatnot uses for, you know, whatever they're using for their servers. Yep. Holy shit. They should have just gone, hey, Posty, when you, I know you want to interact with your fans and everything, but you're probably going to pull in quite a bit because you've got the magic community coming in. Plus, maybe his some worldwide, some of your worldwide audience. stuff. Yeah, you've now attracted some new people to Magic. Yep, because of all the things you've been doing lately. When you set up your stream, we're gonna do a few things for you. We're gonna shut this off. We're gonna do this to optimize your streaming. Mm-hmm. Because then the other part I saw too that popped up on mine at least was like host connection not great. Essentially, is what yep. it boiled down to. Yep. So they they were doing it in an Airbnb from what they were saying and it was off of someone's one one of their hotspots. And that's that's the point where it really should have been kind of a we are go- we're going to set you up with excellent internet service. We're going to shut off the comments so that way that doesn't eat up a lot of the yep. the service that's going on while you're streaming and maybe they do like one or two other things to optimize the streaming speed. And things so that way it wouldn't fucking shut down and break. It's, it broke whatnot on the first night. Yeah, yeah. Within, within the first it. ten minutes or fifteen minutes, they because got then I one saw one box drawn on the first night. Ah, uh, that that was. Crazy. I don't think that was even counted. No, it did. Did yeah. it? Because yeah. I think they were originally going to do five. Yep. All were. Uh, yep. 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 And on day two, they're like, "Hey guys, thanks. Um, you fucking broke whatnot yesterday." That's awesome. Let's try not to do it again today. <laughs> it's it, again, again. It comes back to the the service not doing their homework. But at the same time, it's they're sitting here thinking, okay, who, like, they're trying, they're doing the whole Venn diagram thing. How many there there are Magic the Gathering? We know how much how many people play Magic the Gathering. We know how many people love Post Malone. How much of that overlaps? Like. There's not a cl- there's no way to clearly count. Hey, we yeah we we surveyed this 100 community members of the Magic community and 100 community members of the Post Malone loving community. How many of them overlap? And that gives a fair indication. There is no goddamn way to do that. Out of out of the 200 people that you just pulled out, I was stri- I was strictly going with Family Feud numbers. Nope, I get it. 200 of them would have said yes because of the $100,000 price tag. But they don't even factor in the, hey, would you like a chance to win 100K playing Post Malone in Magic? They just go, are you a Magic fan? Yes. Are you a Post Malone fan? Yes. No. Maybe so. They Then they just fucked up. But once here, once you added that hundred thousand dollar price tag, that that immediately brought everyone's to a yes. But here's the thing: what I was getting at with that, there is no way to see the overlap of the two. Oh, they can only pick one or the other to base what they're going off of. I suppose, but when you Which, have when you have the third alternate answer, like you bring that to the table. Yeah, but and that's the thing. Where I'm not saying that. Yep, they they clearly did their homework and they just something fucked up no yeah no, i don't think they did the no. proper homework going hey 
like we even talked about, they were on a hot spot. They were at an Airbnb. Yeah. They had the comments on, which was eating up a lot of the feed. They had a lot of shit that they just didn't do. Yep. Like, it's... And you know what? They lived, they learned, they figured it out for next time. <laughs> and they barely figured it out for last time. Oh, God. Time. It but was I mean, lagging it's, it's, hard it's just on like, day two. For those who, I guess, know technology... Not even no technology, just have some sort of knowledge of technology. Yeah. You combine Magic the Gathering, who's been around for 30 years. You have Post Malone, one of the most popular pop rap singers at this time. You combine them with $100,000 on top of it, you're going to have an influx. And that's true. And that's for, especially with a lot of the advertising for, for the that first, the Magic community did. For the first drawing of on that drawing was for 9,440 people. And each drawing after that was just under 9,000. Yep. Like, that's a lot of people on your servers at one single time watching one person do something on live stream. To... to to counterpoints, nine thousand compared to ninety thousand. That's well, I, other I, streams. And I stuff. get that, like, but those other other streams, they're bigger, they're mm, older. They they, have the they know for this kind what of needs to be done and whatnot's very new. Like well, they've I, only I, been around. But like, what, that's that's I, where, that's where my argument comes back. They didn't look at those who came before them and did their homework. You got to do stress tests. At but at the same point. time, like, maybe, maybe they did, like, and maybe they just weren't getting cooperations from. Older streaming services, maybe, Who maybe, knows? but or I don't know. Or, it's just one of those things like tech support should just know. I don't know necessarily. Sure. This could have been a thing where it's like this was their stress test. Like I was saying, like they they could be like, okay, Post Malone is a big figure, but how as you're saying, the Venn diagram of Post Malone and Magic players is like that should be small enough to where you know we could test the limits of our. All right, you know. I'm calling it here. Final thoughts on this topic. They fucked up. No shit, they fucked up. I think it was cool. I'm excited to see what. I just wish I got drawn. Me too. I think everyone that listens to us listens to anyone else. Goes or was just watching it. the watching the drawing. It, it was hilarious. A uh, little little side note with this: uh, my wife and I we were watching show at the time, and I'm like, "Hold on, this is happening." She paused the show, and then the, uh, day one of the post Malone thing, and then it didn't go. And I'm like, no, they're going to have to redo it again. And so next day, the day after, she's like, I'm going to have to pause my show again when this goes on. I'm like, yes, please. I'm going to be focusing on this because I'm going to win. And she's like, why? And I'm like, are you going to are you gonna cross your fingers and hope that I win? She's like, why would I do that? There's almost 10,000 people in there. You're not going to win. I'm like, that's the, not the attitude. The, the amount of people that said, pick my husband, pick my boyfriend was fucking hilarious. I love that, too. I don't know. I just saw 9,000 people. I was like, yeah, my odds are pretty good. I mean, a lot better than the lottery. Yeah. (laughs) Which, honestly, thinking about it too, I was like, win 100K? Yeah, it'll get taxed a little bit. $50,000. I was was sitting there going, that's that's my student loans. Your your car. That pays off the cars. That's my my student loans, my wife's car, and a good chunk of A new car for myself. Like a few months of rent, I'd be able to pay off my car, my Wait, wife's that's, car, that's my a wife's motorcycle? debt, and pick one: either house payments or fucking student debt. Student and, debt, and yeah. since Big G Always said house debt. payments, that means we're moving on to the finance section, the conjured currency. Thank you. We've for been talking about what I was laying. Down. We've been talking about finance for the last like hour. All right, Matt. 
I vote speed round through the current conjure currency. Speed Matt and speed round? I, that doesn't mix. Ready? Matt. Go. Speed round through conjured currency. Three, two, one, go. Now it's at the conjured currency section where we cover the finances of notable cards and their price trends. The main resource that we use for this is the amazing site, mtgstocks.com, who comes out with a weekly winner's article that goes over three to five cards that are note moving up in price and three to five cards that are moving down in price. The weekly winner's article drops on Friday. We record on Monday. So if there's any price differences between then and now, we will let you know. Let's jump into this speed run, baby. First off, we have Marionette Master Black Black 4 for a 1-3 human artificer. Uh, breathe, Matt. Breathe. Fa- fabricate. When this creature enters the battlefield, put a plus, uh, put three plus one plus one counters on it, or create three one one colorless servos. And it reads: Whenever an artifact creature you control is put into the graveyard from the battlefield, target opponent loses life equal to Marionette Master's power. This card is specifically the Adventures in the Forgotten Realms Commander deck printing, but it was originally printed in Kaladesh. Jumped up eighty three percent as of Friday. It was at two dollars forty seven cents today. Market price two dollars sixty two cents. Average price of two dollars sixty eight cents. European average is 28 cents. This again is the Adventures in the Forgotten Realm printing the original Kaladesh one. You have sub or way lower than this, a buck fifty average price, buck thirty-five foils of this one. Marionette Master are seven fifty European average, still twenty-eight cents. So you may be asking, why is Marionette Master going up? It's kind of like a delayed response to treasures being a thing. We that's the that's the pretty much the extent of it. You got Prosper Tonebound, Tivit, Seller of Secrets, uh, Mahed, Emporium Master, King Makar, the Gold Cursed. Uh, anything that has uh, an excessive use of like making treasures to sacrifice them, it's just making your opponent lose you know one to four life at any point in there and that's what's making marionette master move up in price next up we have crescendo of war white three enchantment beginning of each upkeep put a strife counter on crescendo of war attacking creatures get plus one plus oh for each strife counter on it blocking creatures you control get a plus one plus oh for each strife counter on crescendo of war as of friday it jumped up 51 percent and was at eight dollars 68 cents today monday market price 521 average ten dollars european average three euros 48 cents this has only had one printing in the original commander uh decks is its only printing this one moving up in price uh just because of being a a creature synergy kind of a card but primarily it got mentioned on a jumbo commando commander short and jumbo commander kind of trails along with what uh, the command zone does in their content. Uh, DJ from Jumbo Commander goes on. He was just on like the last two or three episodes of uh, Command right. Zone and stuff. So it's like they're tied together. When when DJ comments on a card, shit moves up in price. And a uh, little side note with this: the last two episodes of the Command Zone, they talked about a lot of different cards, and a lot of those cards are moving up in price. Yep. Just gonna say, is there binder picks? And uh, I picked up a few from uh, the. What was it? The, it wasn't like underrated, but it was pretty much underrated. Cards. They they had their one drops. They had their binder uh, binder selected, and yeah, it was their underrated cards that they think should get more play or whatever right. it was. The last three episodes, they had so many cards to to be picking on, and so what I'm trying to say, DJ has the the ability to move markets like what the command zone does as well. So because of that crescendo of war moving up in price, it goes in a lot of different style like attack attacky style decks as well. Next up, we have Emrakul, the Promised End. 
For 13 colorless mana, you get a 13-13 legendary Eldrazi creature when Emrakul the, Prom uh, Emrakul the Promise End costs one less to cast for each type of cards in uh, type of cards in your graveyard. When you cast Emrakul, you gain control of target opponent during that player's next turn. After that, that player gains an additional or it takes an additional turn. It has flying, trample, and protection from instance. As of Friday, jumped up 29% and was at 86.24 today, Monday night. As soon as my page loads, there we go. It is seventy-two sixty-seven for a market price. Average price ninety-two thirty-three. Foils of Emrakul the Promise and going for a hundred and fifty ninety-nine. European average forty-two euros and fifty-nine cents. This has only been printed in Eldritch Moon. It has a pre-release copy, which has the, the stamp and stuff, and that's foil. And the average price on the pre-release copy is a hundred and sixty-nine dollars. So same prices, roughly the same price as the foil. And we're cool to promise end. It's not moving up due to like commander play, but it's just moving up because pioneer play and modern play primarily of 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 decks that are seeing that. Uh, we didn't talk about any in the boggle desk this week, but Omnath decks are now running like a one of in the main board of Emrakul the Promise End just to kind of really hose your opponent's turn and put yourself at more of an advantageous position because of you just like making them run out their hand, make bad blocks, bad, bad attacks, and just just really cripple them alone. And Omnath decks have no problem paying, you know, 13 mana, but it's not going to be 13 mana because they're going to be having the delirium effects that Emrakul asks for for the price reduction and stuff like that. So Pioneer in Gruul Ramp decks, Omnath decks in Modern. It is a powerful card moving up significantly in price. So if you got some of them, keep an eye out on them. Pull them out, maybe start looking to bring them into your LGS or post them up online. I don't think you're going to be missing out on much just because you're selling them now like people want a one of this like it's commander relevant kind of a thing it's commander relevant yes but it's like in the commander relevance of like picking up a one of card instead of you know play sets for uh competitive formats like pioneer and modern so uh there's the weekly winners all right now on the cheap pickups first up just like always recently at least the MTG Stocks Premium Penny Stock feature has identified a card that has bottomed out and is starting to make an upward trend. And this week we've got Morag Fury of Akum at $5 and slowly moving up as of Friday. And then as of today, that is sitting at an average price of $5 still and market price is sitting at $4.36. This does have a few different printings. Um, so they've got the pre-release one, they've got the promo pack one, and then they've also got the alt art one out of the Zendikar Rising packs. But then, now to the cheap pickups. First and foremost, we've got Nicobolus. God Pharaoh is, is sitting at $3.95. And this is specifically the uh, Double Masters 2022 version. And then the next one is Necro Duality sitting at $9.99, and it is slowly trending down. Get wrecked past Matt. <laughs> I think we talked about this like a few weeks ago. It was getting talked about moving down in price. I picked it up for like 15 because I'm like, 15 is the lowest is going to be going in the back. And it like in my head, I'm like, this is as low as it's going to be going, so I needed to get it for my Farina deck. That's and... what you get for being a blue player. <laughs> but also speaking of some cheap pickups, Every now and then, of course, we like to mention some Star City game sales that are going on. And this time, we've got a weekly sale going on. Any cards that were printed in 
93 and 94 are sitting at 20 20% off not $20 off <laughs> so you know for those of you at home going oh well what sets came out in 93 and 94 well dear listeners let me help you out here we've got things such as legends arabian nights and yes for those of you who are going wait does this mean yes fallen empires is even on that list antiquities <laughs> I was going with Fallen Empires because it's like the meme fucking packs. Did you say Legends? I did say Legends. But then you got third editions. You've got Alpha. You've also got collector's editions of certain cards, too, that are not tournament legal. And then International Editions Unlimited. Uh, I've already said Legends. Arabian Nights, again, I've already said third edition, which is revised for those of you not savvy to that knowledge. Can I just say right now, I'm looking right now, Badlands, 3rd edition revised, played English copies, originally 450 bucks, with this 20% off, you're paying $404, there's 11 quality uh, quantities of this, uh, heavily played, you get for 359 bucks. we're not sponsored by Star City Games, but if like you want to start getting some Yet. reserveless cards at a, at a pretty solid price, like... Don't think this is too bad of a fucking deal. No, right? especially if you're especially if you're on that. Hey, I just want to get one copy of some reserve cards. Um, like thinking about the original duels and everything like that. This is one way to maybe pick up some of those at a cheaper price than usual. But also, if you're thinking about trying to find some of those cards at a cheap pickup, or you know what, you are past Matt and you're thinking about, hey, I'm going to pick up these cards at a cheaper price because it's not going any lower and it's eventually going to skyrocket and I'm going to sell them off at like 100 bucks when they start trending down. There is a wonderful service that we love to mention here at This Week in MTG, and that is MTG Sniper, which if you get their premium... MTG Sniper. What did I say, MTG? You said MTG. Damn it, TCG Sniper. Sorry about that, TCG Sniper. Here I was thinking I was going on this beautiful riff. And, didn't and you use, suck. And I fucked it up. Good job. Anyway. At, TC, least you, at least you remember to hit record. TCG Sniper has this wonderful feature where if you get their premium service, you can list 50 products. So that is either sealed products, that is individual cards, anything that you could imagine. It's probably on a the potential you can do list on tcg sniper not mtg sniper thank you for getting that right right i bet uh penguin and they like that i'm sure they do um you can enter in a list of 50 different products you can get notifications when they are either getting up to that hundred dollars i'm gonna sell it off because past matt thought he was a fucking genius hey matt guess how much mox diamonds going for right now anyway (laughs) <laughs> or you're sitting here going, hey, this is a really freaking cool card. Or it's a th- revised version of a Badlands. And you're like, hey, cool. Right I'm wondering there. when I could pick this up for even cheaper. And guess what? I'm sure you would have gotten a notification this week saying, Star City Games is selling these puppies at a lower price. Here you go. Uh, uh, if, if we're going to be honest, it doesn't go off of Star City Games. Their API is not what ha- uh, TCG Sniper has access to. So uh, currently, currently. Okay. Anyway, they, but if that were a thing, you would have gotten a notification saying, "Hey, these sh- these fuckers are a lot cheaper right now." Yeah, they are. Twenty percent uh, is big for when yeah, it's like thousands especially, of dollars. Well, especially when you're sit twenty percent when it's a one dollar card. It's like, oh, I get twenty cents off. No big deal. Fucking four hundred dollar card. Yep, that's a big price jump. Anyway, 
But if you don't feel like saying that this this week in MTG guys sent you over so you can get that three months of their premium plus service for free, you know what? Five listings isn't that bad to think about either because you know what? As soon as one of them goes, you can swap something out for whatever you picked up or whatever you dropped off. Yep, the astute magic uh, player who wants to be picking up good deals online and stuff. So Hell yeah. Go check them out. But I'm going to be honest. I don't think we got time for a ThoughtCast. We've already ran late. You didn't record the first 20 minutes. Yeah, Matt. More like 50 minutes of the <laughs> of the podcast he forgot to hit record button for. <sighs> yes. <laughs> Here's the real question we have for you, Matt. How long do you think it'll take for Danny and I to not let you hear about that on our live recording? Forever? Yeah, probably. I, good don't, good, I get, I good about, guess. If we're going to be honest, <laughs> good I, don't, guess. I don't think there's any time. Okay, in, okay. I should say this. It's, How long until we stop brutally making fun of you for it? It's going to be on the sign of his uh, fuck blue rules for Commander. If we're going to be honest, so it's about like, it right now. like I'm talking brutally making fun of you, not just going... Hey, did you fucking hit record so we don't have the same incident we had? We're going to poke fun of you for the rest of our lives. Danny's going to make fun of you the rest of your life. When do you think I'm going to stop brutally making fun of you? Never. Around Thanksgiving. Okay, cool. That's that's my rough guess. Around that time. Is that because he forgets? Well, that that should be a long enough time to where the, 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 the joke kind of like peters out there a little bit. Unless I... Do it again I, I, at that on, point. Honestly, hey, honestly, wanna, I think he, I think he stops at that time. But give him a couple weeks after that, and he's gonna start to get right back up. Hey Matt, you want to make a wager? Make a wager with you right now? That's like now gonna be focused on just giving me shit every week. I'm gonna be losing that wager. You want to make a wager? Depends. What what, what are you offering? <laughs> if you lose said wager, I get the choice. If you win said wager. You get the choice of anything. Okay, so what's the wager? Of anything. Of said, anything. What's the wager? It's a blank check. Blank check. Blank so check, Ben. Blank checks both ways. Yeah. That means okay. you have to record what? naked one time. What's the wa- What's the wager? <laughs> I'm not telling you what my stipulations are. You want to take the wager? What's the wager? It's a, it's a I, blank what check. I, what am I betting? It's oh, a blank that, check. That I, that I, I don't do, care about the blank check. That I, I do know. stop brutally making fun of you Be- by Thanksgiving. By Thanksgiving. Yeah. Now I don't like currently. I don't now, like now my, my odds my, my question. My question. Danny my question is, is going to influence you every time. My question is: it's a two v one thing. Is it? Is it one week you don't do it, or is it multiple weeks in a row you stop? Two doing? week. Two weeks I don't do it. Oh, two okay. weeks in a row. So what do you? Uh, two blank, just blank any, check bet. Any kind of blank like, check bet. You forgot to record. Fuck you, kind of a thing. Just like no. Then the I stop lightest, making. Then I stop making fun of you. Yeah, just the lightest bit of it. Like uh, I don't bring it up less than three times in an episode. In an episode, if you bring it up less than three times, I win. Yes, we're gonna need a counter on live stream. Just you. Just me. Not him. Just me. Even if he influences. Like I you. said, me. I have to say something less than three times. Do we have the stipulation that you're going to be putting uh, that you're not going to be putting a reminder in your phone <laughs> on Thanksgiving? I won't put a reminder in my phone. Okay, you'll put a reminder somewhere on your computer. <laughs> I won't put a reminder in my phone. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this, but I am a gambling man. Just remember, he's not gambling against me, so he's not going to lose. We'll figure I'll, this out after the episode. Also remember, 
I've got middle school students who have honed my ability to find the loopholes. Okay. Yeah. No. With that information, you want to take the bet? No. That's what I thought. <laughs> I was going to put a sticky note on there. Smart man. Smart man. <laughs> I was going to put a sticky yeah, yellow, so yeah, note. Yellow, what's stopping yellow, me from taking the sticky note down then? Because I was going to put a yellow sticky note on your fucking almond kit. And what, and what, you don't think I'd be paying attention to that? No. 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 Well, Clearly you. not. Fuck you both. <laughs> you haven't seen the post-it note up there. There's no post-it note up there. There is a fucking post-it there's note one right there. There's, there's, not, no. there's one on the I Naruto. swear to God, there's one in the fucking corner. Oh, on the fucking backpack thing? Yeah. Right up there. there. Fuck me, you look, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> and with that magic folk, we'll catch you next time. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Oh, God. We love you, Matt. Love you, buddy. I was just waiting so many times. It's like, yeah, it's right there. <laughs> See, he's going to record this so that way he can at least get recordings of us saying, we love you. Congratulations. You made it to the end of this week's episode of This Week in MTG. Your listenership means so much to us. Make sure to follow the podcast over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or on the podcatcher of your choice. You can watch the live stream recording of the podcast every Monday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time over on YouTube and twitch.com slash thisweekinmtg. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can send us a message to our Facebook, Twitter, or send us an email at thisweekinmtg at gmail.com. For all these links and more, check out our link tree at linktr.ee slash thisweekinmtg. Thanks so much! The type chip is running around here.